What's up, everyone? I would like to welcome you to the Last One Here podcast. And tonight I have two special guests with me tonight. I have Thomas. What's up, Thomas, man? What's going on? What's going on? And I have Lachey. What's going on, Lachey? Hey, what's good? Yeah, we're over here. I wanted to get some people, and I wanted to talk about this COVID-19. I mean, I still can't believe it's, this is life right now. I mean, when y'all first heard about this or seen stuff like this on the internet, do you believe that it would get this far? Thomas, I'm going to go to you first. Um, I didn't believe it would get this far. I, I, I thought it was spread, kind of like Ebola and H1N1, but I didn't think it would be this thing. What about you, Lachey? Uh, same. I didn't think, I felt like they were going to be able to contain it where it was. Like, I never expected to come to the U.S., and if it did, I didn't expect it to be as wild as it is. It's, like, surreal because it's, like, this stuff like you see in the movies. Like, stuff that you would never think to, you know, that it would happen in your own backyard, especially how quickly it spread it in, uh, in Louisiana. I mean, like, two weeks ago, we didn't we probably had under 100 cases. Right now, we're looking at almost 1,400 cases already. I mean, do y'all think do y'all think Mardi Gras and stuff like that has something to do with it or, or what? Like, what what you think the main cases of why it spread so fast in Louisiana? Uh, can I? I, think I think the underdiagnosis of it with Mardi Gras season, with parade season in general, is what the problem was. Because, I mean, it's going to be a party in Louisiana no matter what it is. But I think people not knowing how bad this really was and how quickly it was going to spread, people continued their regular day-to-day routines, what they did. And I think that's where the problem came in, us not knowing just how serious this was and how much we were going to expose ourselves to it. Okay, Thomas? Yeah, that's. That's that, I got the same sentiment. I think when um when the cruise ship was getting filled up with people with the, with the virus and they wouldn't let them dock, I think that's when everybody should have been like, wait a minute, we got a whole cruise ship because once they get off, they still got to go home. They got to go around with the people, and not only that, Florida, we got all those young young kids on the beach. We don't know who has what. It's, it's just. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a movie script. You know, people just acting whole hung and they carrying something back from Florida back to Wisconsin, Nebraska, Colorado. They going back to their home states, taking this stuff with them. Yeah, I mean, it's. I still can't believe it because it's like once they shut everything down, or when I, I'm like, man, it's getting real. When they shut the schools down. <laughs> it's getting real like I was gonna say that's when it clicked for me I was like okay we're good we're good we're good I was like wait they're doing what like when they closed schools down I was like okay this is serious like they're really serious right now mm-hmm. when people started dying well see I don't think people, I don't think people really took it serious until people started dying that's what's really gonna take because you don't think that you know me not washing my hands me not being clean is going to be a big deal, but once folks start dropping like flies, you see the numbers re- rising up every day, you're like, wait a minute, man, this is not under control. We don't know what we, we, don't, know what we don't know right now. 
Yeah, I mean, then you had that, and then it's flu season at the same time. It's like it was hard because I know I was sick. I was sick the week of Mardi Gras. Like I tried to go to work, like my body was weak. Then you next thing you know, about like maybe five or six people in our crew got sick, and I'm like, if we would have got sick now, everybody would have thought we had the corona because of how it was. Like everybody was just. Dropping at work. But the crazy thing is, is that you probably did. Like, I was talking to some of my coworkers, and, like, there was a period in our school where, like, the staff was getting sick. Like, we weren't feeling well. Our kids weren't feeling well. And it was just more or less, you know, oh, like, for instance, I got sick right before my wedding in December. But when I went to the doctor, they told me, oh, it's just bronchitis. You have an upper respiratory infection. So I was like, okay, fine. But then when I was taking the antibiotics that they they gave me, that wasn't working. Like, I still wasn't feeling 100% better. I just didn't have, like, a high-grade fever. Like, my fever stayed under 99, but it was just a simple fact that I think we missed the opportunity to diagnose these things when they first got here. Because we didn't have the testing kits to really do so. We didn't have the materials we needed to truly assess what we had going on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Early, was that late February? Late February, mid late February. We we, we we had about a good three weeks to really start ramping up to, to to get on top of it, and we didn't. So now it's like we're playing catch up now because the first two three weeks when we didn't take it serious, the government didn't take it serious. They could have been making making the phone calls at that moment to start ordering stuff, get the tests ready, just in case. But now. I mean, it's a it's a lag time. It's almost like working a new job and you're two weeks in the hole for your first paycheck. That's kind of what we had now. We are two weeks in the hole, so we don't know Louisiana's not going to be the pop till maybe later this week or next week with with um diagnosis. Yeah, I mean, when you look back on it, do you think do you think everything falls on leadership? Like, do you think that's what failed us in in this? Uh, I mean. I think our first, our first, um, I don't want to say reaction, but our first thought is to say, let's blame the leadership. But after so long, you know what and what not to expect from your leadership, honestly. And at some point, it begins falling on the people. Like, even now where our cases, you know, rising quicker than they did in Italy, I've still seen people on my Facebook feed throwing parties hosting barbecues, having game night. It's like we're still not taking it seriously enough. Like, at what point does it become not, you know, us being able to depend on our leadership, and when does it fall on us? I think misdiagnosing it and us not taking it as seriously fell on our leadership in the beginning, but I feel like now it's partially our responsibility to try to handle business and fix what we need to fix, or at least attempt to. I agree because I think I give an example today. You know, I had to I had to downgrade my cable. I downgraded my cable services today. I finally got rid of my house phone. I turned in that telephone modem and stuff. So I went to Cox on Millerville, and they wouldn't let me. At first, they wouldn't let me in. They asked me first, you know, are you sick? Anything wrong with you? I said no. Then they let me in. Okay, that was that was Walmart. I mean, that was um Best you know, That was uh Cox. Best Buy next door. You can't even go inside Best Buy right now. You have to order stuff online and pick it up in front of the store on Millerville. They won't let you walk in the store at all. 
and then you go to Walmart, you can walk in Walmart, they don't make you at least get a sanitizer and clean it, your, your buggy up. You just walk on in at Walmart. So I don't I mean it's a good chance. I mean I got in and got out, but they're not really checking their heart in Walmart. So it's still kind of wide open right now, even though we in the state of home state. And I think people are just going just so they can get out because that's now their only, you know, that's your only exit. That's your only opportunity to leave your house. But it's kind of like, what do we do? Like, at what point do we say stop? Yeah. I, I mean, how do y'all feel about how they, uh, how they said, like, the people who was essential workers and who wasn't essential, like, you feel like. I'm sorry, repeat the question. The the essential workers, you know how they had the stay at home order, uh, the stay at home order, and they they put on who was the essential worker and who wasn't. I mean, do you feel like the people that are working, do you feel like they should get paid at least a dollar more, two dollars more because of how they're working now? Like they look really like the only people, the only people that are working right now. Like should they get paid a higher rate than what they usually do because of the circumstance? You mean like as in getting hazard pay? Yeah. I feel like I'm biased to that though. Because, you know, like my husband drives for UPS and UPS ain't stopping. Like they have clearly let them know that their operation is not stopping. I have a sorority that drives for the post office. They are not stopping. And it's kind of like, I feel like it's not, I feel like if you're going to make them be out there and, you know, they're going to suffer if they decide to stay home, you know, against whatever rules. I think that they should be getting hazard pay because you are literally requiring them to work. It's not like, you know, you're giving them the option to choose to go home and still be paid. You're making them go. And I feel like if they have to go, I feel like they do deserve hazard pay because then what happens if they do get exposed to the virus? You have a way bigger problem than what you essentially started with in the beginning. Just like these nurses and these doctors, some of them can't even really go home. I feel like they deserve pay for that. Well, it ain't gonna come fast. It's gonna be retro. They get it. You know, one thing I've learned being in the military, in the military is that change. Some changes don't happen that fast. You know, just like you try to turn the aircraft carrier real quick, it's gonna flip over. But it's so big. When you make big changes like that, it takes a while for everybody to get the message. Everybody to know what to do. So some folks aren't gonna make a move until they get clearance like I need to know if I make this move I'm not gonna get fired for doing this. So some folks are gonna sit still until they get the, right. the green light to do it. So if people do get a half a pay, they do get back pay, it's gonna be months down this it may be it may be August by the time they, they get the the paper the red the red tape. Yeah. I mean how do y'all feel about that uh that bill that he's trying to get passed for all the people that's like staying at home right now? You feel like that will get passed eventually, or you think it's just something that they're just putting out there to, to keep people kind of calm? You talking about that stimulus offer they're talking about? Yeah, the about? stimulus package, like giving everybody like $1,000 or $1,200 per person and stuff like that. You think that will ever get passed? I feel like if it does, it's going to come with stipulations. Like, I don't feel mm-hmm. like it's just going to be like, here, take this check. This is, you know, to get you through. And we're not going to want it back. I feel like it's going to flip back on the citizens and on the people at some point in time. It's not just going to be, oh, here's some free money. Yeah, like I, I definitely agree. Definitely agree. It's, it's not going to be. It's not going to be. It's not going to be the same. You're going to get the money. It's going to be some strings attached. You know, on top of that, 
you know, I'm going to say something that's going to make folks mad at me, but before this all happened, I, I think I posted before that a lot of Americans are full $500 away from having a, a, a major financial crisis. I mean, before this happened, people was already kind of on the, on the line. So I, I, I'm on some level, a lot of us have to be kind of more self-reliant a little bit. I mean, I don't think it, I don't think it hurts to put away 20 bucks a month because it's rainy day from it. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the folks who saved a little money over time, they may be able to ride this out a little bit longer, but some people who should have been saving money have been saving money. And now it's a bad feeling when you hoping that the government heard and get your check. Right. If I get a check, if I get a check, it's cool. It's great. But if I don't get one, you know, I got a little bit. I can make it through at least for three months. Yeah. You know, you sleep different. I feel like you have people, though, who could have been saving and chose not to save. And then you have the people who literally live check to check and could not save. And they literally right. work multiple jobs to where, you know, this is just something that they weren't expecting. I don't think we ever expected it to where, you know, these businesses would be shutting down. Like you have family owned businesses right now that they their families literally work to survive. They would never expect this. And even if they did, who's to say that they could, you know, supply for every single member in that family to be able to make it, you know, for one month, two months or whatever, two months, whatever it is. I don't think we supply the education for financial literacy for situations like this. And if we do, not everybody, you know, takes advantage of that. Yeah. I mean, do you think, do you think with everybody, well, well, more people than usually having to draw unemployment, do you think that will help us, to get higher unemployment. I mean, it's somebody I work with. He's from Chicago and he, he moved down here to help mm-hmm. out with his brother. And he said up there, he was making, I want to say $600, $700, something like that off of unemployment a week. Mm-hmm. And he said when he moved down here, he was still getting that draw unemployment from Chicago. He ran the whole six months. I want to say it was $700, some a crazy amount like that. And he was like, man, I was getting some a week. I mean, seven hundred dollars a week. Not, a week. Yeah, he was getting it a week. Yeah. I wanted. It was either seven hundred. That ain't bad, honestly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, but you know what's crazy that you say that though. I was talking to. Well, I didn't directly talk to her because I was getting upset. But there was this educator on the stage, and she lives in Chicago, and she was like, "I don't understand. Teachers should be able to afford this, that, and the third. I don't understand why some people are complaining." And we were like, well, where is it that you live and how much do you get paid? And where she lives, teachers get paid anywhere. I think it was in between 40 to 50 an hour or 50 to $70 an hour. That is how they pay their teachers up there. It's not the same like that down here. So I feel like people who, you know, even people who work the same job are having different opinions depending on where you are regionally how you get paid because down here we would never get paid you know that amount and it's just like you're taking almost a hundred thousand dollars home a year whereas we're down here taking maybe 40 to 50 a year yeah. it's just you know yeah. it's completely different so it's crazy that you bring that up about the co-worker that's right it, it, it you can't with teachers i mean even if you're not an educator you still know you've seen enough articles you've seen enough news reports you know teachers get paid different every part of the country so you know you really should be the temper your 
simply comments and that type of stuff like that when talking to the people all over the country. But I also say this is that um it's my train is out. Well, oh yeah, with, with this with this thing here, it's not the fact that quick places are closed. It's, it's it's a chain reaction. It's like if a restaurant's not open, then that means patrons can't eat. That means that the produce people can't deliver produce to them to, to feed the people. It's like a, it's like a chain reaction. Everything is interlocked. So it's definitely just one industry that's hit, and everybody's still rolling. So when all the industries are hit at the same time, you know, that's the that's the one thing we can't account for. Yeah, because I mean, you, you know, got no one is not going to lick out this right here. Yeah, I mean, but that's mm-hmm. part of health. Like I tried to go to the nail shop on Monday because you know the governor said after five o'clock everything will be shut down. But I ended up having to text the owner of the nail shop. And she said that they got shut down last week because there was an ordinance that came out. Basically, any profession that requires you to touch, so, you know, nails, thighs, barbershops, anything like that, they had to get shut down last week. Yeah, and that's... and that's, got my last cut last Saturday. See, and I had to work. See, I, I couldn't even get it. I, I thought about that, too. Like, my kids got their hair cut. I, thought, I said, man, what if they shut them up? Because I started seeing... Other states like in New York and stuff like that shouldn't everything down. I'm like, man, I wonder is this coming down here? But it's like, like you say, like nail salons and barbershops and salons, like those are really locally owned. Like those people pay, pay lease. I was about to say, and know? those people either pay for those booths or that's how they supply, you know, like people who are full-time beauticians, full-time barbers, that's literally their source of income. What are they supposed to do right now? Right. Right, man. That, that's the thing. And not only that, think about the suppliers who supply the barbershops. In the, in the you are correct again. You know, like nobody is escaping this. Nobody can say, I ain't get touched by that. No, you got touched by this. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's in there, Yeah, like uh, yesterday, my job, uh, we were told that we was going to get shut down. That was It was yesterday. Today I got a call saying, "Man, we're going back to work tomorrow." I'm like, "Dang, what happened?" Like, because we was, we was told like Monday morning that that um, they had to talk with the governor and we was excluded from everything. And then at three o'clock they called and told us we need a meeting. Say everybody, we need to shut down. Okay, so I got a call today saying that okay we can start work again, but no vending machines and you can't leave for lunch anymore. So I'm like, so how does that help with the proximity of where the workers are, you know, actually working? Right. I'm still I, confused. How. I still don't get how that fixes the issue. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, what? Like, so they're like, once you in, if nobody's leaving until, you know, it's time to go. So I'm like, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where y'all are going. I don't know who y'all been in contact with when you left, left the place and come back home and. And you know, sweating and touching. I don't know, you know. So that made that makes sense. They, a lot of them are just figuring this out as they go because they just, unless you just that type of dude or woman that sits down and you get paid to game plan the most unlikely stuff, the most the one percent just never happens type of stuff. No one just accounted for this happening. Yeah, true. So, I mean, who's around for Ebola? Who's around for Ebola? Who's around for H1N1? But I don't and feel like that's 
spread the way that this spread. Like yeah. when swine flu came out, I caught the swine flu in college. You you could have swore they told me I was dead. Like that's how I act when I like I acted when I got it. Cause one, it was my first time having a flu. And then of all things, it was this brand new strain that they didn't really know much about. And it's just kind of like, I feel like that didn't even spread in the numbers that the way that this is spreading. And I feel like the lack mm-hmm. of information that there is about it, it just doesn't, it doesn't help the situation. But it's kind of like, um, I went on the UPS website and they said, well, our drivers are safe because the temperatures at which the packages are getting shipped keep the coronavirus from surviving. What temperatures could you be exposing them to the packages that suddenly we can't expose everybody else to to make this magically go away? It's like, what are we doing? (laughs) At what point do we stop? Like, at what point do we say, okay, that's BS? And, you know, like, call it what it is. It's just like, you you can't tell me that whatever whatever y'all doing can't work for the whole nation. Like, something is wrong. I mean, And then you don't know where these packages are coming from. True. True. And the fashion you know, over comes from right there in China. And the people still order. <laughs> fashion Nova. I mean, how do y'all feel about fashion. I seen a uh I know I don't know if have y'all seen it, it's been going viral about the doctor that was saying that I uh, shared it on my Instagram yeah, earlier. Yeah, about he was saying that Corona Corona vaccine was like approved in like 2006 and all that stuff like that. And he was predicting that the only the way the vaccine kids... got approved last year okay. in November, which I think is ironic because how how all of a sudden when this outbreak happens is a vaccine suddenly approved? And I think it's crazy too how Donald Trump keeps try, like you know calling this the Chinese flu or the Kung flu, and he keeps making these remarks. But according to what this doctor says. He says the patent for the coronavirus is American. Yeah. It can't, the patent is a United States patent. So, what, you know, like, at what point do we, again, bringing back to my original point, where do we take our responsibility in this? True that. I mean, I was I was looking at it, and he was saying that it could be one of the, uh, the you know, the pharmaceuticals, he said he was predicting that the only way the kids will be able to go back to school, they got to vaccinate it from it. I'm like, man, if that's true, I don't know. I ain't getting it. I don't I'm know. Have to get it's, it's like, man, do you really think, I mean, because that's how much, like a billion dollars they say a year? Like, that that's big but stuff. But that's just like how there's cures for cancer. There's cures for AIDS somewhere. But why would you give people the tour when you make more money off of not? giving them the cure, if that makes sense. Yeah. They say that they said, you know, they said they tell us that they have the cures for cancer. That doesn't involve radiation. That doesn't involve, you know, chemotherapy. Then, you know, people are obviously going to take that route. It would literally kill the part of, like the pharmaceutical companies. It would kill them. Well, that's some, you know, that's one of the things you just, you, you never know. You never know how, how it's going to shake out. But I, I think Trump is calling that the Chinese virus because he has to. He, he's playing to his base. They want to hear stuff like that. He was ignorant. And and I'm like, you know, I'm like the media made this way worse. Damn. Damn. But I'm gonna say this, man. Look, I, I gotta keep it 100. 
I don't remember everybody. I don't remember people having the same concerns when there was Ebola. And people were calling it the African virus, and they were talking down on Africa. I don't remember people saying, "Hey, that's not right. Don't talk about." I that. mean, we were upset when you know what I mean when I say we. Like, yeah, we, we were, were upset. You know, the, the bottom, I mean, just like the people public, who are Asian were upset less. about this. Yeah, I, I feel what you're mm-hmm. saying. I feel what you're saying. But you, but you know, it's yeah, always I mean, like it that. did come from China, but you know. Yeah. This strain came from China, but again, the U the patent for coronavirus is in the United States patent. I don't I don't have to get tears for that Chinese virus thing. I'm you know I'm you know I'm not saying to get tears for that. Okay, let me ask y'all this. Uh, I'm asking y'all to predict how how everything's gonna play out. Do you think it's gonna be in three weeks? It's gonna be you think it's gonna be a month, two months? Uh, how long you think this gonna is gonna last? I think if we don't sit down somewhere, it's going to last way longer than it has to. That's just like they're saying that there are people in China who had recovered who are now getting it again because they started resuming, you know, regular activity. I I don't know how long this is going to take. I pray it doesn't take forever because they're talking about canceling school. Some states already have canceled schools oh, until the following two years. That's a wrap. School, yeah, that's done. They're not going back to school. You don't think they're going that, back to school? You need that negativity over there. I'm going to keep my phone. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you want to get your teeth on. on. <laughs> but I will like think... all of them as I have been doing uh, since I started. <laughs> Life is going to be great. <laughs> going be great. I, I really believe that unless people start, don't start acting right, it's gonna take a little longer. I think if folks don't listen, they they're gonna make it mandatory that people stay in the house. But I think I think so. I think we're gonna have a lot. They're gonna have about a thousand deaths in Louisiana, um, minimum. That's I mean, we're I already at the four, Well, no. What are we up to now? It was like forty six. Um, yeah, forty six deaths. Let's see. Yeah, that's so many lives, though. For you know, if people would just avoid what they need to avoid, you know, like. For instance, I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and she said a club owner got it, and people were still at his club not knowing. It's like, you know, if we would just avoid, like, really, truly do this social distancing. Like, I'm extroverted. Yeah. It's, all, it's all get out. You know, for people that know me, but, like, this is, like, and it's killing me to have to be this antisocial, but you do what you have to do, you know, in order to push through and so we can move on. Mm-hmm. I agree. So we canceling Easter this, this year. You know we don't Easter do in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> if I see people, if I see people buying outfits for Easter this year, man, I'm I'm telling, I'm, I might have to trade the whole black race. <laughs> no, first of all, we could do it. We could do it live. We could tune in on the internet and sit on our couches. <laughs> No, we ain't gonna have no crawfish bars. I, mean, I, I don't feel like families shouldn't be able to, you know, like families like within their household. I feel like they should be able to still do, you know, what they want to do. But as not even know, them. The people, because like I'm not talking about like oh me go with my cousins and we do stuff. I'm talking about if you have a family of four or a family of five and they want to do something at their home. I don't have, you know, like that is what it is. They live together already. But I don't feel like that's like that church. What was that church in Central? Yeah. They said it had a church service of like eighteen hundred people. Yeah. Like y'all don't want this yeah. to get better at this point. 
And they face the they face the Lambda tonight. I was, I caught the first couple of minutes of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. I, I feel like if we would have did something like that, they would have came and stopped us. But uh, that's an, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> so okay, so not. What about Fourth of July? You think we're gonna make Fourth of July this year, Lars Will? I'm over here oh, trying man. to make Cinco de Mayo. We're going to have Essence Festival. We're going to have Essence. We're going to have Essence Festival. I'm trying to make Cinco de Mayo. They keep this off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. I don't know. I don't. I mean, because the president talking about he's trying to he trying to open everything back up by Easter. So we never but know. But you can't just open everything back up if the problem isn't, you know. You know how some people just be talking and hear themselves talk, you know. I mean, I'm just going about. I'm just going by what he said, man. I don't know. That's what I'm uh, talking about. I just think that that's crazy. Like, you just going to overlook if there's still an issue and say, hey, everybody return to your regularly normal schedules? Like, how this going to go? Yeah. I, this this is something every day I, I still can't believe it's happening. Like, man, how did we get here? Like, 2020 has been, I don't know. I don't have I'll no words for 2019. <laughs> I don't have no words in 2020. Yeah, I mean, Kobe. You don't believe that being greasy. All this stuff, man, like. Yeah, Kobe. God, oh, I still can't believe that one, man. I'm like, bro, it's 2020 has just been crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about how the Simpsons be having everything before it happened. Let's talk about that. Oh, oh, yeah. It's yeah. just crazy. Yeah, they just be predicting everything, and everything just be. I don't know. I don't know about that neither. It's like it's so many conspiracy conspiracy uh theories out there. It's like, man, you don't know what to believe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what what do you think like the people this is like kind of off topic but on topic. Like what about the people that's been dating? And now this coronavirus going on. I mean, do you stop talking to that person because of this? Like this, this gotta like stop. I mean, everything. what do you mean by that? Like you, if you dating somebody, and coronavirus, like does that stop everything? Like, man, we got other stuff we got to deal with now. Like, you mean like people who are like in the beginning stages of just, dating? Or yeah, like, just in a uh, yeah, trying to be in a relationship I or mean, in a relationship, like. Hypothetically, now where they gonna go on their date? Everything closed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Y'all ain't got a choice but to stop. Okay. Well, I feel let me, like you can keep talking. Okay. Let me ask but you this I don't then. Feel like- about a lot of people have been talking about this at work too. About Idris Elba, how his wife chose to get it because he had it. I mean, how you feel about that? God says for sickness. I mean, because here's the thing. For how long? What if he had not gotten diagnosed? And, you know, he got diagnosed later. She would have been exposed anyway. So what was she going to do? Go and live with somebody else and then spread it there? Yeah. Like, you know, what was going to be the solution to that problem in the end? You know? I don't know about that one. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I agree. Mean, she would have left him. She would have left him. Y'all was old. She was horrible wife. She left a man when he was in his worst. She would have got... Or the cold that she left him, so you know. I mean, that of like I, she would have, but also like I was saying, like what would have been the solution to it? Because once she's already been exposed, she was gonna have to quarantine herself anyway. Yeah, but they so got they, they got money, man. I know they probably got a guest house the size of people's house. Like, 
You stay so in the guest house. So they're going to go put house. it in the guest house? Oprah got stepped in the guest house. I'd rather do some things in one area and have to worry about cleaning that one, you know, that one area. Oprah got stepped in the guest house. Stay where you're in. What do you guys say about Oprah? You know. She's an outlier. She's an outlier. We can't really use Oprah. <laughs> she don't really count like that. <laughs> but it's so crazy how Oprah had failed. Like Oprah was like up there, like in the last like three, four years. Like Oprah is not Oprah you know name don't hold that weight. That. Yeah, that 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 name don't hold weight like it used to. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Cause everybody got a microphone now. You know, you gotta realize, man. You know, Oprah came out. Oh man, this is eighty. That was like you know, it was like maybe eighty four. You know, like eighty five, eighty six. Oprah was like really she was like starting to be nationally syndicated. But back then, you no one could get on TV. No one could voice their opinion unless they got on a TV show or they got on the radio. But now, two thousand, starting back as far as back as two thousand and eight, two thousand five. Folks got a microphone now. Folks can talk back. Yeah, I was just people to talk you. back. That's exactly yeah. what. Yeah. <laughs> and they actually have like educated opinions. Like we have so much more access to information now than you know we had even just five years ago. And then you know mm-hmm. five years before that, you people aren't just going to be like, oh, okay, let me take that and run with it. Yeah. No, we're gonna want to <laughs> look it up. We're gonna want to put our own thing to it. Figure out you know how we truly feel about it. I mean, Oprah mm-hmm. was supposed to be our first female president, like. What happened? <laughs> Everybody said, man, Oprah need to run. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it just, you look at, you look at a lot of celebrities and stuff, and you look at how stuff has changed, like how we used to look at them. We don't look at them that way anymore. Like, you would have never thought that, like, 10 years ago or 15 years ago, celebrities that are, you know, we don't look at the same uh, would be like that. I mean, I don't know. But I think, I think, I think, I think we should be good for tonight, y'all. I mean, if you had to give your last thoughts on Corona, uh, things that you wish or you pray that would happen in the next coming of days, I'm going to give y'all y'all last thoughts. I'm going to start with... uh, I'm gonna start with Thomas. Stay in the house. Stay away from people. Stay away from people that you just have to be around them and check on your people. Say. Mm. Stay in the house as much as you possibly can. I mean, if you really, truly think you're sick, go get checked out. Notify anybody you've been around if you didn't do the social distancing. I really feel like if we all really, truly took the time to buckle down, if corporate businesses stop worrying about money and worried about their employees, I really feel like we could get a better grip on this. Even if things even close for one week, I feel like we'd be able to get a true, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um like a true diagnostic on what we're looking at. And I really think that that's what, you know, could change everything. I feel like enough deaths should show people how serious this is. And we should be able to take that and handle business and do what we need to do. True. 
Yeah, and I would like to say to all my black people out there, y'all, we can get it. I know at first we was laughing like, man, black people can't get this, but we have been shown otherwise. I mean, we want to keep everybody in our prayers, all the doctors, all, all the essential workers, everybody that's out there that's, you know, that's, that's trying their hardest, working these long hours. I mean, we'll get we'll get through this. I mean, just like we got through everything else. It's just another It'll be another notch on our belt, and hopefully we all learn from this. Our leadership will get a better handle of something like this. If this were to ever happen again, we have a better response. And I think at this time we should all just, just try to help each other out, try to encourage people, like you said, to stay at home. If you don't have to be out, don't be out. This should be the times that we should spend time with people that are in our household, learn more about each other. I mean, learn more hobbies. We have YouTube. Learn how to play the guitar that you've been having in the house all that time. The keyboard you've been having in the house that got dust on it, dust it off. Learn how to play the keyboard. I mean, this is time to, to own your craft. You're a writer, right? If you love movies, they got a lot of movies on Netflix. I mean, just this is the time that we truly work on ourselves because that's all we could be right now is by ourselves or by our family. So uh, I want to thank my guest for tonight. I want to thank Thomas. I want to thank Lachey, the teacher of the year, representing for the teachers out there. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, yeah, man. I want to thank y'all for coming on the last one of your podcasts. And we out.